Welcome to True Mental Health. I'm Crystal Crawford. And I'm Dr. Janine Kraft. We're here to have unique conversations about what really creates mental wellness. After years, decades of seeking, seeking what could create more ease in life and trying every modality possible. Crystal and I crossed paths and realized we had similar missions. A mission to have conversations about what creates ease, what creates well-being, and what renders us truly functional. If you know something else is possible, maybe completely different than you've ever been taught, join us on a journey to uncover what creates true mental health. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Your turn. (laughs) Hey, Instagram. Hi, Janine. Hello, Crystal. How are you? Hello, Facebook land. Hi, everybody. Welcome to True Mental Health on my end. This is Dr. Janine Crypt. I actually said Mm. her name correctly. She said my name correctly. We're on a fucking roll today. Mm -hmm. Today on True Mental Health, there were going to be lots of singing, maybe some ranting. We don't know. Okay, so today, yes, very serious, very serious stuff. Your attachment style to money. (laughs) So what is that? What the heck? Start me out because I I actually don't know what this is. I know. Okay, so this is something that actually pinged me a while ago and then kind of came up again. And as I was looking at money and how it's kind of like, okay, we have some sort of relationship with it, right? We want to kind of, you know, be an allowance of it coming and going and not hold on too tightly and not freak out about it. I was like, holy cow, that is just like attachment styles in relationships. Now there's like four major attachment styles, which just kind of, yes, explain where we function in our, you know, relationships day to day. So the healthiest is called secure, which just simply means I trust that this person will, you know, kind of continue to show up as they are. I'm not worried about them abandoning me. I'm not, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid of intimacy, kind of all those things. It's like the healthy coming and going of a relationship. Then you have the ones that are not so healthy. So we have more trauma induced. Yeah, a little more trauma induced. Then we have an anxious style attachment, which means I'm mostly fearing being abandoned. I'm like the stage five clinger. Please don't abandon me. Please don't lose. Like you didn't call me five seconds ago. Why are you, you're leaving me, right? It's like the over paranoia of being left. Yeah. Right. Super functional. Oh, super functional. And makes sense if like a parent was unavailable or left frequently, right? Makes sense. Then we have avoidant, which is where we are afraid of getting too close. So afraid Mm. of intimacy. So afraid of letting our guard down, being vulnerable. And then lastly, you have disorganized, which is just some sort of chaotic combination of the two. Like, I love you. I hate you. Don't leave me kind of vibe. So it's like, that one's pretty intense. So I was looking at, wow, where are all the places that I've functioned with an anxious style attachment and avoidance style attachment to money in particular? Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot, right? Yes. Where can I start? It's okay. I could I could keep going if, if that didn't like Just pop keep, yet. Yeah, like keep going. Okay, I was like pausing for this thing. So I in like my early adulthood, I was just recognizing now looking back how easy it was for me to like let things flow out and not look 
too closely at what was happening. So I got that that was like, I was more avoidant in the sense of, I was just like, I don't want to get too intimate with money. Like you just get out of my, like you just, you come in and you go get out. Like I will spend and that's fine. Okay. <laughs> and that's kind of where I started until like starting, which took, I did that for a while until I started to get present and like choose something else to kind of get more present, feel safer to be around it, allow it to be in my world, to have it, um, which took some time. Okay. So now what you're choosing with money, would you say like it falls within the category of attachment styles or it's something else? Cause this is kind of the thing I'm looking at. We have these things where we categorize and we kind of identify something in terms of trying to identify it and I guess then change it or at least have access to what it is. But my curiosity for you is like, are you now functioning within those? Like, are you now secure or something else? Cause that's actually would be interesting to look at. Well, I wouldn't say I'm like hundred percent secure. Like I still have some doubts, you know, we're in a, like, it's like, it's complicated. The Facebook member, oh, like they, you're not in a relationship. Yeah. You're not, it's complicated. I don't know. No, I mean, it's like made huge changes and I get that it's not exactly attachment styles. It's just, it's something that, felt like a, an easy way for me to kind of explain what I was No, 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 it's good. It's good. I'm curious. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, forgive me for you guys also on here because like, I don't, I, whatever. I'm a creature. I know what you're saying. Because yeah. <laughs> you're, you're kind of always exploring like, what is it really? Right. And it's like, yeah. you're trying to grab things to explain it, to, to get yeah. people to grok it. Right. And yeah. well, yeah. okay. So for me, it's like, is it, I guess what's relevant to me about anything is like identifying what's working and what's not working and then choosing what's going to work better. So, yeah, I think what's interesting about what you talked about is like anytime you try to hoard something or stage five clinger with something like I need you. Oh, my God, don't leave me. It, you're going to push it away. That is like an instantaneous pushing away of something. Um, what I think we don't talk about in regards to that style or whatever you want to call that is that. The underlying point of view is that I don't actually want this thing. And so what it looks like is I'm clinging on to this, but there's an underlying point of view going on of like, get away from me, get away from me, get away from me. I need you. So there's this weird conflict going on. So anytime you're doing that with a person or money, you're always going to be like pushing away what it is you say you want. So hoarding doesn't work. Holding on to things like that doesn't work. Do It just doesn't work. It's literally not functional because you have an underlying thing going on that you're not looking at. And that's actually true of anything that's not working. There's You're creating something underneath everything that is not being acknowledged. And so it's always so important to me to like dive down into the ocean and kind of look underneath the iceberg and go, yeah. what's down here? Because like the tip of the iceberg looks like stage five cleaner, but underneath the iceberg is like mm -hmm. this whole universe going on down here. Like, what's that? Mm -hmm. And that's what's creating your reality. So, mm. well, what just popped for me was when we were chatting about the house situation, the one I thought was like the one, and I was like, right. blah, blah. And then we actually looked at the energy and you're like, truth, do you want it? Did you want it? I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I didn't ask that question. Well, yeah, because you came to, okay, so tell me a little bit more about the story, because you had a session, we had a session about it, and yeah. you were looking at, what were you looking at, though? Like, what did I do? You all, because I the that house in particular had a lot of my grandmother's energy, and it just had something just really familial about it that I was like, "This must be the one." That's okay. where I came to the conclusion. Okay, and then you were. I think the question was kind of like, "Well, why didn't that work out?" Like, I correct. Got all this, yeah, all these signs. All the signs are all pointing to yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where were we going with that? You had such a good start. So. 
Well, yeah. So it's like, cause I was like, why didn't that work out? And you're like, well, did you look at ah, the energy did of the you house? actually want it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cause yeah. Okay, yeah. So this is the thing that's really interesting of like, first of all, like what's light doesn't mean that it's right. So you were like, it's light. Mm-hmm. And it's got all these signs that it's like mine. And, and so why wasn't it mine? And I was like, okay, well, like, did, first of all, did you actually want the house? Even though all these other things were in place, was that house actually your, like, was yep. that something you were choosing? I think was really what we looked at. Mm-hmm. And it was, no, it just felt right. I knew like I, I had all these sensations, like, of course it was going to be mine. And yeah. So, but underneath there was actually something else going on. And that's actually what creates money. That's yeah. Great segue. Cause so, yeah. well, cause there's something about like, right. I was just getting the energy of like, I was like, Oh, this is, it's, it was conclusive. And it was like, well, this must be it. So this is right. I want it. Like, and I did like want it very badly to the point that even going through like, se- like setting up the offer with the realtor, I was kind of like feeling some pretty intense, like freeze moments of like, just like uh, a lot of pressure to like make it happen, right. to get it right. And so it's interesting because then there was like almost the repel energy ultimately that happened. Yeah. 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 Well, and so like, so I guess it's really with money, it's really just looking at like, what are you doing right now? Like, are you trying to hold on to it? And is that working? Are you, what are the others? Like, I guess the secure attachment style is, would be more like being, it's like, yeah, being like, money. Flow like okay, yeah. cool. Like I am money. I can have money when I choose money come, you know, and yeah. that to me has been the most functional space to create from. Um, and then there was another one that you mentioned that I, yeah. Know. So anxious is like, I see it as like holding on too tightly. And then the right. avoidant is like, I don't want to get too close. I don't want to look at it. It's just kind of like, right. Mm, you're over there, just do your thing. And you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. That is definitely a way to ensure that more money doesn't show up in your world is never getting clear and avoiding it. Amazing. <laughs> I have like a general idea, but you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. where can we go with this? I wonder, cause like, okay, now we've identified everything. Now what? <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Right. So now what? So it's kind of like, I'm like, okay. If you know, like the not, not really looking at it is not helpful, but also looking at it too much, I guess, is there a place where you can like be too obsessed with it where it's like, you're really clear on like this number is coming in, this number is going out. Cause then I get, there's like some blocking of the magic or how you, what you're saying, just being. With yeah. Money. Yeah. 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 We had a call on this in my money membership this week. It was awesome. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to attempt to take us there for a second, because we talked almost exactly about what you're, what you just brought up, which is like, is there, you know, can you look at this too much? Can you get too clear? Like if you get, can you get obsessed with a number? I guess the answer is, can you get too clear? No, there's no such thing. Can you get obsessed? Yes. And you can actually get your attention onto the thing that doesn't do the thing. Mm. One of the things that you're looking at, I actually need to go back and listen to that call because a lot lot of it was almost like I was channeling it because there was this information coming through about clarity and what that actually is. And the part that I really remember, even though it was coming through my mouth, is... That's a weird thing right there. (laughs) (laughs) You become a facilitator of consciousness and all of a sudden you have no idea what you just said. Mm -hmm. The part that I remember was that was that the thing you wanted to get clear on was whether or not this amount or this way of doing money really worked for you. Mm -hmm. Because once you were clear on that, 
and, and, and what I, once you were clear on that, then you could choose something else, but none of that had anything to do with the number, although the number mm. represented what was showing. So it's like some people were making, yeah. I don't know, three, $3,000 a month. And everybody on the call was making what they had work, mm-hmm. but making it work is different than it working for you. And I think that's one of the things that's really been wedging my world since that call. Cause I'm like, you can apply that to anything in your life. Making it work yeah. is different than it really working for you. So what we really looked at was like, are you clear with yourself about whether or not this is working for you? Yes or no. And for everybody, it was no. Nobody had really gotten clear on, you know, the amount of money that they were bringing in wasn't actually working. They were making it work. And so they never had to get present with whether or not it was. And when you start to look at whether or not something really works for you, it's crazy what that opens up because then you have to really, you have to sort of get present with your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, okay. I get that this isn't working, but what would this working for me be like? You then instantly mm-hmm. of necessity engage with the creation of something that could work for you. And you have to really start to look at what that even is. And I think to me, after that call, I kind of got the sense like that's the thing we're we're lazy at, but I don't even know that yeah. it's like intentional laziness. It's like, that's not the way you're taught to do money. You're taught to do money by like, set like, I don't even know, get a job, you do the budget, figure out how to live within Save. it. That's, that's the extent of what we're taught about money. Not actually looking at like, does this really work for me? So yeah, there was something about that clarity that empowered us in a totally different way. Like it, you know, like I'm looking, for example, at tra- I'm, we're traveling to Europe. I leave next Tuesday it is like the most expensive trip I take all year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Money's just flying in. I'm just, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm spending like five times what I would normally spend on accommodation, but yeah. I like to stay in nice places, et cetera. And I bring that up because I could choose cheaper places. I could choose, I could, there's things uh-huh. I can choose, but uh-huh. that doesn't work for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so clear on that, that the, the, the money that I require to go on the trip is very obvious because I'm very clear on that. Now that's the thing we don't get clear on. Mm-hmm. Now I, I, and the thing I'm looking at in my life is I've been really willing to get clear on this when it comes to certain things like travel, blah, a few things that I've been willing to get clear on that, but yeah. for other things, not so willing. And so that's, I think what I would add to this conversation of like, have you gotten clear on whether or not what you're choosing or what's showing up for you with money is working for you? And if it's not, what else could you choose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you uh, shared, oh, like your breakdown of just like where allocation for all the money was going. And so as I created my own, I was like, oh, I require a lot more than what I've been asking for because this, I can make it work. And, you know, this is not that fun for me. I'd rather, you know, kind of have more come in so I can create more ease because I'm just looking at right now, same thing, a lot of money is going out with the house in the sense of like, well, what's going to be ease is to paint it first before we move in, do carpet now and get certain furniture set up now so that we move in. It's, it's ease rather than trying to like wait till I have the money and then, you know what I mean? And I'm trying to, or seeking to be really present with that in the sense of like leaning into an edge of what is going out and then simultaneously needing to lean into an edge of what I'm willing to receive. Like, okay, so what's it going to take? What do I have to create? And what is the price going to be? And what in the sense of like not reverse engineering, like it, this much is going out. So this much needs to come in. No, just more like what energy am I being over here to allow it to come out 
So what do I need to be to simultaneously magnetize something coming in or that yeah. And if you, it's like, if you did, if you played with even replacing magnetized just for a minute, like with choosing, yeah, there's something even different that can show because mm -hmm. like magnetize something, you almost have to hold yourself in place and like, make sure you're the right thing for the be perfect, the perfect alignment, the perfect yeah. frequency. Yeah. yeah. But you, choose it. you just choose it. Yeah. You choose it again and you choose it again and you choose it again and you just, and that's how choice works. Actually, you just continually choose it. Mm. So you stay engaged that way, whereas you have to disengage to to stay magnetizing. It's almost yeah. like you have to like create yourself into a still point, which yeah. is this weird thing that we just can't do. And so then we wonder why that doesn't work. But in choice, choice is this dynamic, active space. And it literally is. You have a new choice in every 10 seconds. So you just keep choosing it and choosing it and choosing it. So that's what I'm playing with right now. For example, traveling to Europe, I'm like, you know, got more clear on. I So I, I created some we created have some sits, have some money, have some coverage of what we're choosing, still require some, what else can I choose? So I'm staying super engaged with the clarity of what we require and yeah. what I can create. How it's going to show up, I don't know, but I'm engaged in the process of choosing right. and creating things and let's see what shows up. So that's a that's that's different. That's staying engaged and staying present. And that's a choice reality. Mm hmm. Yeah. And that's interesting yeah. because, I, yeah, it's like I'm getting like how, OK, so we make these choices while not knowing how, like you said, like, while not knowing yeah, you know. how and, and not by from the place of like, yeah. well, I'm just going to blindly walk around. It's going to happen. It's like, no, you're very much that's disengaged. Maybe, yeah. And maybe that's the conversation, actually, that we're having that we didn't know we were having. It's like we were we started out with attachment styles. But what we're what we're getting into now is like, how engaged are you with yeah. what works for you, what doesn't and what you're creating? It's engagement, not yeah. attachment. Ah. Yeah, because that's the avoidant piece, if you will, is like the, the one that is disengaged, right? You, and then you avoid engaging. That's yep. what we do. We avoid engaging with money. We avoid looking yeah. at it. We avoid looking at it mm -hmm. and therefore avoid engaging with what would be required to change it. And the moment you do engage with that, you get all this information. And then we avoid what what is being asked of us to create it, because usually to have something... I would say 99.999% of the time to have what it is you're asking for, you've got to be willing to leave your comfort zone behind. Yeah. So it's like that, all that stuff we just avoid. We don't look at it, we, you know, so we disengage. And it's the disengagement actually that creates the non-functionality. Once you engage and you get clear and you start looking at it from like, okay, cool, what's possible? Everything's possible instantaneously. So what's really true is that everything's possible instantaneously. Would you be willing for it to be that dynamic and to change your life that much because that's what's really possible with money. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was getting then like the other side of like the anxious and holding on too tightly. It's almost like <clears throat> it's all, oh, hmm, wow. It's like <laughs> it left, but I was like, it was there and then it left. But in the sense of like looking at it too closely, then yeah. might also disengage. Do you know what I mean? Almost in the sense I'm trying to control the how, and yeah. Like conclusion, right? So it's yeah. like I knock it up again, you know. By so I wonder if we could actually talk about disengagement styles because that would be interesting. So are you a head disengager? Are you a <laughs> avoidant? Just, yeah. you know, how do you disengage? Do you avoid? Do you go into your head? Do you or like judge? Distractor implant by like, look, I'm really engaged, but really I'm disengaged you're because thinking. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, as yeah. soon as you're thinking and you're into the how, also yeah. disengaged. Cool, cool, cool. 
Wow, that's really cool. So disengagement styles. So we got to come up with something. <laughs> now, now this is part of the material for our true mental health workbook. Yes, I love this so much. Yeah, it's like taking the, yeah, exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. So how do you disengage? <laughs> well, yeah, for me, it was just by being like, initially it was being half present, like not being being yeah. partially the avoidant. Um and then that's probably easier for me to lean into than the other way, I would say. I mean, there's a little like, you know, I like to do freak out around launches or something that I seek like, you know, consciously chosen over the past couple months. Like, no, I'm relaxed to like really lean into the how and I mean, let go of the how. Like, let yeah, yeah. Well, that's I mean, wow, what a process to let go of the how. I mean, and lean into the what's possible and staying engaged. The thing is, like staying engaged is actually what gives you the information about when you need to change something or choose something else, because mm-hmm. that's what's really true. That thing of like if you try to find the how again, you're trying to find the still point and the pathway that exists that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So surely there must be one pathway. No, we live in a random universe. So we're trying to function in a random universe as if it's literal and logical, and that's not how the universe functions. So we take ourselves out of being functional with that choice. So engagement allows you to engage with the nonlinear universe and stay present and just stay curious and stay aware. You know, it engages all your other senses instead of the thinking and the feeling. And so from there, you can you can create anything because you get, you're getting all the information. You're super engaged with what's showing up. You can change and choose and move and pivot at any moment. And everyone tells you that's wrong, but that's actually the thing that makes you functional with money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's just like it's so organic, right? Because in the sense, it's like constantly moving. And that's really what I got the energy from when you said, well, it's just choice, choosing and yeah. choosing, not just necessarily being the frequency or magnetizing because that felt still and locked in versus like being able to pivot and move and follow the energy based on the infinite amount of possibilities that the universe could create or orchestrate and bring into your reality that it's like we'd have we couldn't be a still point like that doesn't seem functional no and that's everything we try to do with money is we try to create ourselves into a still point by avoiding yeah by not by trying to figure out how so it's like if I hold very, very still, this is going to work. Like, don't the house of cards. Don't spend too much. Don't, don't spend too much. Like, we'll have yeah. coffee out today. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Instead of staying so engaged with living that we're like, okay, money's going out now. How can money come in? You know, it's like that, that full throated, like aliveness that really is when you're like full out playing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's so much information too, for me. So yeah. Yeah. Is it what's, what have you found is like, do you lean into more easily in the sense of allowing it to flow out or allowing it to come in? Yes. <laughs> that wasn't always the case. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I definitely, probably, I definitely, probably go with that. I following. Yeah. Um, can do a few of the style. I mean, I, I avoided, I've told the story a lot lately, but like I avoided for years doing my taxes. I just didn't want to look at it, you Mm -hmm. know, so I avoided bookkeeping and taxes, but I knew it was there. So I was like, I was kind of doing just enough to make sure that the house didn't totally fall down, but like it's crumbling. I know just look at it later. So I can do avoiding (laughs) like a champ. Um, but, but I always, the thing about me that's kind of different is I choose to live in a way that constantly, pulls me back out of any non-functionality I might choose mm-hmm. temporarily. So, mm-hmm. you know, like going to Europe and traveling the way that we are is crazy. Like just, nobody, nobody spends, this, nobody does this, but I'm doing it. And so, and it isn't true that nobody does it. 
And it's not a normal thing that I choose, you know, but I choose that on purpose because those choices like literally kind of pull me forward out of my own like yeah. insanity moments. And yeah. so I, that's my target personally is to keep myself on my own edge, like kind of like little, little, <laughs> so that I can stay engaged because if yeah. me personally, if I get too comfortable, I literally just, I, I create my, one of my disengagement styles is creating drama. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I will disengage from the creation of living with and do drama. Mm -hmm. And so it's so fast. I don't even, you know, I can make my own head spin with that. (laughs) So I got to keep myself on my toes literally. And that's, and that's self-created. So I, you know, and so Mm -hmm. I've been looking for personally, because now, you know, as you, as you stay doing this, the money thing and you stay in the game and you stay in the game and you just take two more steps and you take two more steps. And I've been doing this now for pretty consistently for six years you more money starts to come in more frequently because you've you're building right so so that's occurring and you still get to these points where it's easy to engage with like disengage with boredom or i don't know what i want to create next or Mm -hmm. you know okay i did all that now what you know so you can find another disengagement moment and in that so i have to continually like keep myself engaged with like wow okay so i've done everything everything that I set out to create is technically done. Yeah. But is it? And yeah. <laughs> and how now do I set myself on my own creative edge? Do I like take away the choice to fly economy ever again? Like never, we're just never doing that again. I mean, this is the thing. And this is the things you have to look at in regards to money because we as the creators need reasons to create. That's just how we function. Yeah. So we have to give ourselves those reasons. So I'm like, okay, what do I need to like pull out from underneath me now? Like never again, no more economy, which I mean, that, oh, you're so mean to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, yeah, this yes. Is the kind of games I have to play to, to stimulate that edge and yes. be engaged. And so this is worth mentioning because you might have to play games with yourself too. Like what's your game? Yeah. 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 (laughs) I was just getting that like being bored is a refusal to choose the next edge. Yes. And so for me right now, it's playing with (laughs) what's your next edge? My edge rule right now is getting really fabulous furniture, right? It's like, oh, I was just going to be paint and carpet. And I'm like, no, I hate what? my bed set. Like I've had it since like for eight years now. It was it's lovely and everything, but now it's like it's not me anymore, right? And so it's yeah. just like I can't I can't even put it in the guest room. It's too big. It's apportionment. Like you you know, so it's like it's just not going to work. So it doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't work. work. It doesn't That's work. That's it. You needed. Yeah, and so but then I was just like, oh, but all these outdoor stools are nice too. You know what I mean? So it's just like ha- like what is that going to create? Cause then it already had me then looking back to the business. I'm like, cause lately I was doing the thing of like trying to streamline the thing and control the thing. And that was my other, like, you know, attempts to just like <gasps> hold really tight. And I'm like, this got boring now. So <laughs> now I'm back to like, okay, what else can I create? What else can yeah, I create? Exactly. You know? So, yeah. yeah. But stimulated so, by all the well, purchases. So with the house too. thing, I wanted to talk with you about this a little bit and we might go, over. can we go over? Do you have time? Yeah. Yeah. We'll go over a little bit. So um, when I was, doing this with my house. I was furnishing a full house for the first time in my whole life, actually, two years ago. Like some people do that in their twenties. It took me late bloomer. So, and it was a similar process for me because I would instant, I would look, I looked at the house and I kind of got this, went through Pinterest, got a sense of the house and, and it kind of furnished itself almost instantaneously. But then I didn't have all the cash right then to make mm-hmm. it a reality right. in one moment. 
And that was just true. So I was sitting with all of what is, which is I got this instantaneous thing. I wanted to do it all at once and the cash wasn't there yet. So I was like, okay, would I be willing to commit to this project no matter how long it takes? Yes or no. Mm -hmm. And that gave me a lot of ease because I was like, okay, this could take a minute, right? But if I never give up and I never quit and I just continue to choose and I continue to do the next thing, the house will emerge. That's how things go. And that made it so much more fun and so much easier. And I ended up like creating a revenue system for myself when I would create stuff that where a percentage of it always went to buying house stuff. So I could always buy house stuff every single time that I created money, which made it so much more fun. And like, even if that percentage went towards a bed set or whatever, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. but that's going to accumulate. I just keep creating. That's going to accumulate. I will get the furniture I want, you know? So Again, I guess that was that game of stimulating my creative edge. Like, how can I make this fun? Mm-hmm. Rather than going into one of the disengagement styles of like, yes. well, I'm not going to look at this. So let me overthink this. I'm going to get like, overwhelmed with all the information that I just got. And yes, the house just furnished itself in your head. Yes, you already know mm-hmm. what it looks like. Yes, mm-hmm. you won it yesterday. All that's true. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. What's available today? This. Would you be willing to commit to your vision? And I... That right there is in the How to Become Money Workbook, which you're doing a class on. Control, I am control, is the knowing that what you are choosing will come to fruition when it does. Mm. That's control. I am control, not I do control. I am it. So I have the vision. I know it's coming. What's next? Yeah, you know it. And then what is the power? I am power. power. I am power. I am power. Power is not power over. Power is that is the vision. Actually, I am power is the vision of what you want to create Mm. and being that in the world. Mm -hmm. I am control is knowing that it's going to show up when it shows up and how it shows up. I am power. I am awareness. I am money. I am creativity. I am. I am this. I'm missing one of them. I am whatever. So it's, I mean, it's, to me, I'm also just saying it's totally parallel to like business because it's even the same thing with your creations of like, are you going to stay committed to it? Right. The same thing, like, let's say building a membership or something like that to see what else is possible. Yeah. Um, versus like, ah, scrapping it all didn't work in the first week, you know? Yeah. And there's lots of ideas I have scrapped. And then there's some that I know, and this is the thing you got to get, like, you know, when something is like, if I stay with this and I don't let this go yeah. and I just stay present, it might not be doing the thing yet, but it yeah. is going to. Yeah. And I knew to do this part now and it's not doing what I thought it would. But I'd be willing to stay present until like the next clue emerges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and just create the next energy. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you said to like kind of get your distraction off obsessing about the one thing too. If you're obsessed about the one thing, you'll destroy it. So that's Mm -hmm. why you have to really get that you need a bunch of things going on at the same time so that you can kind of nurture them in the ways that they show up, how they show up and not destroy anything. No promises. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. So, wow. Oh my gosh. So you have a how to become money workbook class. First time ever. I'm so excited. Starting the 28th and um, early bird pricing is good till through tomorrow. So it pings you. It's basically us 10 classes going through the workbook. And wow, it's like it's all the tools that changed my money reality. So how to become money workbook is like the best money tool I have ever used in my life. So if you guys haven't signed up yet, please do. And you can always go to in my world over to infinitebeingschool.com for an incredible little digital class on all the access tools and a 30 day challenge. 
Um, I also have a foundation class coming up, which is like game changing. Mm -hmm. um, and for, I guess I'm mentioning this, I wasn't going to, but for any of you that are interested, I am running a very small mastermind over the next July, August and September for creators that really want to start to cultivate their creating from thrival and from knowing rather than figuring things out and surviving. So very secret. First to know. Out. I know. I didn't mention it to anybody yet. I was like, I guess this is coming out of my mouth. So exciting. Yeah. I love it. All right. All right. Until next Congrats time. We'll see you soon. We'll get on that workbook. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a request. If you found benefit from today's episode, we'd be so grateful if you would subscribe, leave us a review or share it with someone you know would benefit. Until next time.